Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your post-game chat, wrapping up the preseason as the Packers are victorious over the Seattle Seahawks in the third and final preseason game of 2023. Benny Sapp with the dagger interception there at the end. What a cool moment for that young man. Um, sure, lots of people have lots of things to say and talk about and discuss and question, what have you. My overall impressions are... Just glad everybody got out healthy for the most part. I know there were a few guys dinged up, including Royce Newman and Sean Clifford. It sounds like both of them are okay. Um, the one concerning thing is the hamstring injury that pops up uh, prior to the game, reportedly before uh, things were kicked off and guys were announced as being in street clothes. Romeo Dobbs included in that group with a hamstring injury. That's something we hadn't heard prior to today. Um, we'll see if Matt talks about it or is asked about it and or what kind of uh, lingering effects that might have with two weeks out from the preseason. I know John Kuhn on the broadcast mentioned that it was precautionary, so hopefully it's nothing that affects Dobbs uh, for his availability in week one. Because ultimately, there's undoubtedly lots and lots of evaluation going on on the team side, but as far as you know, wanting the Packers to be able to come out the gate smoking, you really want Dobbs included on the offensive side of the ball. Um, we'll see, I, I, like I said, what, what comes of that. But for the most part, clean game. Um, some, <laughs> some, uh, certainly some moments that uh, fall under the banner of, yeah, it's definitely the last preseason game, especially there kind of down the stretch on both sides of the ball. Uh, nice to see Alex Magoo get off a deep shot to Jadakus Bonds, who I, I said on Twitter prior to that play, he's had a really nice summer. Um, definitely making a case for the practice squad there. And uh, I think on the other side, you saw Brenton Cox yet again uh, definitely stating his case, so to speak, for inclusion on the 53. I'm not entirely sold that that's still you know, going to happen, but he's definitely put together some really nice work in these three preseason games and will certainly make it a conversation. Uh, speaking of conversation, no doubt about it, we'll hear about Jordan Love and how he seemed to start kind of slow again and then picked it up, as has been his want. And most importantly getting the completion to himself out of out of the way early, um, no doubt on his way to a Brett Favre-like career. I kid, I kid, but it was funny to see him uh, snatch that ball out of the air after the deflection and try and run it. Um, the third running back spot, I think, uh, became uh, continued to become interesting with Wilson having a nice day on the ground, though the average wasn't good. I thought he did run really well, and there were a couple times where he was able to showcase his speed and his pure running ability, which certainly has got to intrigue the Packers. But I also think Patrick Taylor had a really strong game in every facet. Um, so that's going to be a tough decision. Uh, I still think the most likely outcome is that both of those guys end up getting cut and put on the practice squad, but we'll see what the terminations the Packers make in that regard. So good to see everybody in the comments section already mixing it up. Hello, hello, hello. Who we got? Oh, here we got Daniel. What's up, man? Uh, Rick, watch the game in Ireland with Ann. Rick and Ann, I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, hello from across the pond. Uh, funnily enough, the Cheesehead TV intern, Tyler, is across the pond, albeit in London, not in Ireland. But hello to you guys. Hope you're doing well. And Culture Barbarians here. What's up, man? <laughs> Big B is here. What's up, Big B? Uh, we win. Thoughts? I have so many thoughts, Big B. You know this. You know this. Uh, a block or two would have helped Wilson. Yeah, especially with those uh, early carries. I thought once they got him kind of on the edge a few times later in the game, he, like I said, he got to showcase his speed. 
But, you know, that's part of the game as well. It's not always blocked up perfectly. It's not always blocked up well. What can you make out of it? That's part of the evaluation. No question about it. Mimsy, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Being in Wisconsin, but Twin Cities broadcast area is miserable. To make matters worse, the NFL app somehow gets worse each year. Thank God for watch parties. <laughs> well, I'm sorry we didn't have any preseason watch parties for you, buddy, but we will be back in full gear watch party mode uh, starting week one against Chicago. Um, so I hear you. Although I will say I was pleasantly surprised at the NFL Plus uh, app today. Worked really well for me. Um, in my environs, who knows? I know the, uh, I will say the Xbox app is garbage. It doesn't work at all, but, uh, I, you know, used NFL plus on a laptop and hooked it up to my big screen and watched it. And it's all, it's high def glory. It was nice. Uh, Soder, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. We are feeling 10 and seven to 12 and five in the zoom call. Hope we are right. <laughs> well, I'm glad I wasn't on the zoom call then to, uh, throw water on that. Cause that feels generous, but, uh, I'll take it. I'll definitely, especially, yeah, 12 and 5 definitely feels generous. But 10 and 7, it's doable. I could see that. Uh, it's going to be exciting to watch this offense grow together. There's a zero doubt about that. Um, also going to be interesting to see how Matt tries to help Jordan get in a groove early in some of these, especially early on in the season, some of these games where, you know, I think I don't think it's unfair to say he started, I'm not even going to say shaky, but just a little off uh, early in some of these contests. And, certainly feels like the more snaps he gets, the more he settles in, the better it gets for him. And as I said the other day, I mean, Brett Favre wasn't dissimilar, especially early in his career, where it just takes some reps and some, in Brett's case, it took a hit or two, uh, just get you dialed in. But once he's kind of calmed down, he lights out, man. I think he plays really well. So uh, we've talked about it all summer. It's, it's going to be ups and downs. They're going to be growing pains, but definitely a lot of promise there, no doubt about it. Quinn, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Nags, love seeing the defense swarm to the ball. It's funny you say that. I had someone with the Packers text me during the game saying, you know, we fly to the ball so much better than we used to, and it's so true and so obvious, especially a lot of the front-line guys, right, the first kind of first team slash, you know, normal rotation backups. There are so many instances where you see all, you know, all the hats flying to the ball, so to speak. It is noticeable. It is palpable, and it is something that has been missing in Green Bay uh, for many years. And I think things got a little better under Joe Barry, but um, it's notice the uptick is noticeable this summer, no doubt about it. Justin, thanks for the super chat. Locke versus Love in the Goody Bowl. The artist formerly known as Aaron Charles perished for today's contest to take place. <laughs> Justin, that is very true. But many people forget or don't know that uh, Brian Gutekunst was going to draft lock when he came out until the Broncos jumped over them to take him. True story. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Based on what we've seen, should we expect Packers offense to struggle early in games or will game planning for an opponent help to rectify that? Joe, that the second part is key. I don't think it's ever going to completely kind of solve that problem, right? I think again, first time starter, a lot of young guys on offense. How many procedural penalties did we see early in this game? Whether it was Malik Heath, whether it was Tucker Craft. I mean, these young guys, you gotta hold your water. You gotta know the snap snap count. It doesn't matter what the defense is doing in front of you. You gotta you gotta know when you're supposed to be go, you know? They can't have that. You get in those kind of back on track situations, those are tough enough. You know, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. Um so yeah, I do think as much help as Matt can give the offense, he's obviously going to do so. But at some point, they got to deliver. They got to execute, you know. 
And I think, again, today that was a case of a young team trying to, uh, trying to just get out of its own way. Um, but, yeah, I, I do not doubt for a moment game planning, scheme-specific stuff to try and help the quarterback and help the offense as a whole will do a bit of that work. But guys got to do it themselves, too, no doubt. Uh, what else we got? Diego, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Bears still suck. Do it, Aaron. <laughs> the Bears do still suck. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I agree with you. 100%. NFL Plus did not show the game. How are they viewing the game on the NFL Plus app? I don't know what you're looking at, Perfect Dark. I watched it on the NFL Plus app from kickoff to whistle. I don't know, brother. Sorry. Sorry the NFL Plus didn't work for you. Uh, what else we got here, folks? We got Con. What's up, man? We are the most mysterious team in the NFL right now. I love the fact that even us fans have zero clue what this team is capable of accomplishing. Con, I think I'm kind of right there with you on that one. It is kind of fascinating to head into this season and not really have an idea. I mean, unfortunately, I'm not going to be surprised by a lot, right? The, it's going to be a fun ride, I think. But, you know, if they do have a losing season, I can't say it's all that surprising. You know, with the big roster turnover and a lot of young guys playing. and I don't know, man. It's like that, that shouldn't be a shock to the system, though it probably will be in Green Bay. Um, but I also won't be surprised if Soder's premonition comes true and they go 10-7, and seven, right? The 12-5 and five would probably surprise me. But, yeah, there, there's just a lot of unknowns out there for the first time in a long time. No question. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. Listening to Rocks, yes, said Anders' kick was fire. Oh, that's the thing I forgot in the open. How about Carlson, 57-yarder? I believe via the uh, the crack research of one Wes Hotkowitz, the longest field goal made by a Packer in Lambeau, um, if it would have been a regular season. But uh, how about that, huh? 57-yarder, and I understand there's wind involved, et cetera. But, hey, man, got to make those kicks. And he made it, drilled it. He had extra, extra room, too. That's the other crazy part. Hell of an outing for uh, the young man. Although, always something for the coaches to work on with that blocked extra point, which it looked like that gunner just got a perfect jump on the ball, but got to be cognizant of that. So, definitely be working on that in Green Bay these next two weeks. Dave, thanks for the super chat. I'm glad they let Love play longer today so he could finish strong. Can't wait for the season to start. Go, Pat, go. Yeah, it was great that not only I, – I love that, yes, they let him go for a bit, right, into the second quarter – but I loved Matt util- utilizing kind of the f- end of the first quarter as a end-of-half-slash-game scenario for the offense, going with some tempo, trying to get up to the line of scrimmage and get things, you know, tempoed in and out of the huddle even. Uh, I thought that was really smart on his part, and it allowed the offense to get into a bit of a rhythm. And that was an epic drive. I mean, <laughs> like I say, it expanded the end of the first quarter into the start of the second quarter and to cap it off with a touchdown – with a beautiful back shoulder throw, by the way, from Jordan on that TD to Watson. You'd love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Robin, what's up, man? Hello from New York. Hope you're doing well across the pond. This win means a bye in the super, to the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> yes, I believe you, you're correct, Robin. Uh, I believe this does have major Super Bowl ramifications. Good point. Preston, thanks for the Super Chat. I'm calling it right now Cox over Gary week one. Preston, that's a... That's a significant call. Um, Not sure I'm on board with you on that one, but Godspeed. I love the confidence. 
Um, Callum, is Josh Myers a weak or a good starter? That's an interesting, interestingly phrased question. Um, I think he's the starter. Uh, he was out there with the starters today. Uh, Zach Tom got out there eventually at center uh, later on in the contest, but he's a young starter who needs to improve, who is inconsistent, and at times shows a high level of play. Unfortunately, those times do not come as often as the Packers need them to. That's how I can answer that. Uh, what else we got? Eric, thanks for the Super Chat, buddy. Is it safe to say 10 has looked the best during red zone operation in his first preseason as a starter? Uh, he's he's excelled in the red zone. He's done a really good job there. Um, still, you know, you got to factor in practice situations where they work red zone stuff, and we've seen a number of tough, questionable decisions down there. But in the games, he seems to deliver, no doubt about it. So... Hopefully get gets a bunch of cracks at the the end zone this year. Um, Got to get down there, obviously, but uh, he's looked confident. He certainly has a good feel for what he needs to do as far as uh, something I actually asked him about after the Cincinnati game uh, regarding you know, the timing in the red zone being so kind of sped up. Things kind of you got to get off things real quick, and if your first read's not there, you go to your second and it's not there. Then you got to make something happen. He's done a good job sticking with the rhythm of the play, both uh, in red zone and I think in general. But um, I think you saw that absolutely on display last week against the Patriots on the touchdown to Reed. Um, but today, obviously, is a nice in-rhythm throw to Watson. And I think outside of that, he's executed the offense at a, at a pretty damn high level, given that he is a first-year starter. Um, but things will get tougher. D- don't mistake it. Like, they, the looks will get tougher. Um Defensive coordinators will be throwing lots of different things out of him throughout the year down there in the red zone. And that's going to be a big challenge, I think, for Matt to try and help manufacture stuff for his young quarterback. But so far, so good in that regard. Uh, no doubt about it. Soder, what's up? Running the damn ball will help the O early. You are correct. I loved how much Matt was running the ball in the second half. I'll tell you that. Keep that clock running. Uh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? Don't want to miss any super chats. Uh, with all the youth and talent at edge, could you see Preston being a surprise cut? No. I get your thinking, Tate, but no. Um, if for no other reason that they've paid the man. Um, but, yeah, no, they're not going to cut Preston. Um, he's a leader on the team. I know you get to the preseason, you get through the preseason in camp, and you probably haven't heard Preston's name a whole lot because he is a vet and he doesn't need to play a whole lot. Uh, but he will be an integral part of this defense. He'll be out there week one. Don't forget to like the stream, everyone. Thank you, KCM. Appreciate you, buddy. Ben, thanks for the super chat. How's Kraft been doing so far? It's funny you asked this, Ben, because I got to ask this on uh, Twitter today from a gentleman in North Carolina who said that he hasn't heard a lot about Kraft. He looks like a rookie tight end, and I think the physicality is undeniable. Uh, you saw a really nice block from Kraft uh, on a, uh, I think it was a Patrick run and Patrick Taylor run where he sealed his guy and basically took him right into his own bench. Uh, and you, Like I said, the physicality is undeniable. But he's, he's swimming a little bit. He's a little up and down. Like I said, you saw early in the game where he had the false start penalty. Just, and it's not just that, but he's asked to do so much at that position. And this is what we talked about all summer as far as the jump from what you're asked to do in college, which most of it being really specialized and kind of streamlined to the NFL, especially in this type of offense where – 
man, you've got to know basically everything that every position is asked to do outside of quarterback at the tight end spot. And I do think because of the injury to Tyler Davis, we're probably going to see a lot more craft earlier in the season than the Packers probably would have wanted to play him. But I think because of the numbers, they'll probably have to play him. A lot of that stuff will come in line, I think. Um, But that said, the talent's undeniable. You've certainly seen the flashes. And I think production will come. He's just got some growing to do. And I think that's totally expected. I don't think there's anything. He's not behind. He doesn't look overwhelmed. But he does look like he he, he needs seasoning, as it were. And consistency is a really hard thing to find your rookie year in the NFL as a tight end, just because of, like I said, all the things you're asked to do. Um, He'll come along, I have zero doubt, especially since he'll probably be required to play a lot more than they probably planned. Um, And we kind of saw that with Stokes his rookie year. You know, Stokes played probably a whole hell of a lot more than they were thinking after Jair went down. I'll bet, you know, like I said, Kraft will be out there a lot more than they initially planned, and that long-term should be a good thing for him. But right now, he's he's got some growing to do, no doubt. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. <laughs> I love it. We haven't seen Love follow up a TD drive yet. Do you think it's him getting on a roll, or will he be mostly inconsistent? I think he. It, it's so hard to tell, right, without any actual regular season action yet. Um, I suspect he will maybe not get on a roll, but he'll be better as games go along. I don't think he's going to score touchdowns every time he's out there once he scores one, right? But I think as he settles into the game each week, it'll it'll get better as games go along, but I do expect inconsistency. No question about it. Like, there's zero doubt about that. I love that. Someone with the handle called Bite Me has uh, put into the chat, Alex Magoo looks vastly better than love, and then capitalized facts. You don't know what words mean, if that's what you're saying. And also, you don't know what you're looking at on a football field. But I enjoy you typing and give me engagement. So thanks for that. What else we got, folks? 10 on the 10th. I can't wait. There you go. Well, we did it. We escaped preseason without a long list of long-term injuries. Sorry, Davis. The Kibbles, I'm telling you, man, that Davis injury is going to maybe not haunt them, but it's going to it's going to change some of what they're able to do or wanted to do going into the season as far as some of the inline stuff. Uh, you know, like I've just talked about with Kraft, he is very much the rookie he is. And Musgrave, especially in line, is not ready to take on anybody in the run game. Um, and his pass pro is suspect, to put it kindly. So you start talking about that and you've got two tight end sets, well, you best believe more often than not you're going to want to utilize them in the passing game um, as weapons, as eligible receivers and not as blockers. And then that yeah, affects a lot of what you're able to do um, or maybe wanted to do. But, yes, to your overall point, very much agree. That is the A number one thing, as I said at the top of the stream. You really want to be able to get out of the final preseason game, but the entirety of the summer without any long-term significant injuries. We've seen it throughout the NFL each and every year. Guys go down in the summer, and it really kind of alters their entire season. Uh, thankfully, knock on wood, don't seem to have that anywhere along the Packers uh, roster. What else we got? Soder. Thanks again, buddy. Kraft will be better when the reps are live. Live reps favor the well-rounded tight end. You would hope so, definitely. Uh, the physicality is there for him. No question about that. Um, just needs to play. Very much just needs to play. Uh. <laughs> I heard Brian Gutekunst is the worst GM in all of sports. Is this true? 
I'm being told it's not true. It's not true. Very not true. Um, uh, this is uh, this is uh, breaking news. Why is tight end always our issue, Keith? That's a good question. Because they haven't invested in the position uh, for a very long time in any kind of meaningful growth way, right? Um, they have certainly signed a ton of older vets along these last few years, whether it's Jimmy Graham, Mercedes Lewis, uh, the failed experiment with Martellus Bennett. But they have it's been a long time since they truly invested in the position, which is obviously very clearly what they did this offseason. Unfortunately, getting instant returns out of tight ends is very, 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 very rare. So it will take time for these guys to mature and become you know, the players are going to be in the NFL, I will say Musgrave has an opportunity to be a contributor immediately simply because of his speed and his athleticism and the fact that it's very clear the Packers have maybe not a package for him, but they have a set of plays that they like him with and where he is the number one read. And we're going to see those throughout this season. Um, but, yeah, tight end has been kind of an issue in Green Bay because they haven't invested in it, not in a real kind of let's grow the tight end group kind of way, you know? And like I said, this year, they finally did that. Mm. <laughs> Who wanted love more, Goot or Milt Hendrickson? Yes. Uh, time for Packer fans to transition to rooting for the team. This is your team. That's well said, Mary Guy. Um, yeah, it is your team, as Norman Dale said in Hoosiers. I would hope you would support who we are, not who we are not. That is a perfect way to get out of this chat and let you all know that uh, I greatly appreciate each and every one of you uh, hanging out all offseason long. Uh, it's been an incredible slog as far as the NFL having the worst, longest offseason in professional sports, but I cannot tell you guys how much I appreciate you hanging out with me each and every day, Monday through Friday, in the depths of the spring, uh, coming out through the dog days of summer, uh, obviously through camp and everything else. I, I really, really appreciate it. And now... We get a little bit of a mini-buy uh, coming out of this game, get uh, Labor Day weekend out of the way, and then it's time to play these things for real. And uh, I'm incredibly excited for this team and the growth that we're going to get to watch. I can't wait. Uh, can't thank you guys enough. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go. <laughs>